Hey, it's Ian Altman. Before we dive into this week's episode, do me a favor and stop by and visit GiversEdge.com. There are only a few gifts I've received over the years that really stood out, and they were all sourced by the ruling group who you can find at GiversEdge.com. Hey, it's Ian Altman. Welcome and thank you again for joining me for the Grow My Revenue Business Cast. In this episode, I'm going to talk specifically about some questions we've received from listeners and clients. First, we're going to talk about the notion of active listening and scripts. And then what I want to do is I want to talk about social media and the impact that it has on others in ways that you probably haven't even imagined or considered. I also want to thank those of you who take the time to subscribe and share this podcast with others. It really makes a big difference, helps us reach other people. So let's dive right in. I often get asked this question about scripts for sales professionals and people making outbound calls or handling inbound requests. And people often ask me, well, should we have a script? Should we follow it verbatim? Because, of course, they know that I'm a big advocate of process, so they must think that, yeah, script would be a good idea. And I often discourage the use of scripts, and there's a very specific reason why. See, if the words that you are speaking are not your words, instead, if they're someone else's words, then they're going to always come across as hollow. In fact, if you've ever been on the receiving end of a inbound sales call, you can always tell if the other person's reading a script. Now, that person's not in front of you. They're just talking to you over a phone. So how can we tell they're just reading a script? Well, it's because they're just blindly going from question to question to question to question. And it's almost like no matter what you answer, they're still going to go from question two to question three. So if they call you up and say, hi, how are you doing? And you said, oh, you know what? Not so good. I actually just chopped my arm off with a machete. The other person would then proceed to their next question, which is, well, do you have an interest for having your ducks clean in your house or whatever it is that they're trying to sell you? And it's just a horrible approach. Now, we balance that with the notion that there is a formula that you can use. There is a sequence that you should go through anytime you're dealing with a potential client to uncover the real information. Now, I'm a much bigger fan of taking the time to actually truly understand what it is you're hoping to accomplish with each question. So rather than just say, oh, don't use scripts, a script can be okay. But here's what I would suggest that you do if you want to have successful scripts in your business. So the first thing is, before you write out the script, before each one, what you want to accomplish is lay out exactly what you're hoping to understand or learn with that question. So, for example, if I was asking somebody, well, how long has this problem been going on? What I want to find out is, is this, a new th is this something new or has it been going on for quite some time? If I ask somebody, what else have you tried? What I'm trying to find out is what alternatives have they pursued? And what I also want to know is, is this important enough that they've shown a pattern in the past of investing and trying to find a solution for it? When I ask them, well, what happens if you don't solve this? What I'm really trying to find out is, is the problem important enough to the person we're dealing with to warrant an investment? So 
how do I modernize that and how do I use it in the context of a script? Well, if I know my goal for these questions, then I can actually outline what the possible or likely responses would be, or rather the likely conclusions that we might draw based on their response. So if I was asking somebody, well, what happens if you don't solve this? I've got a few different potential outcomes. One could be, wow, this is a really big problem that's worth solving. The second is, this really is something that seems like a problem, but they can't really quantify why it matters and why it's important enough to solve it, or this doesn't matter at all, at least not to the person we're dealing with. So it's really a question of, you could even make it if you wanted to a zero to 10 that says 10 is, this is absolutely critical, they have to solve it right away. One is, well, you know, it's something that they've identified, but they're not really likely to spend money to solve it. So if we incorporate that into our scripts, it would look like this. So for each question, if you think of it as a two-column um, spreadsheet, if you will, the first column would be the question, and the second column would be a quick statement as to what we're hoping to learn from that question. And then under each question, you could either have the three different conditions that might be present for that client, or... You could you could identify it as a 0 to 10 or 1 to 10 question and then rate it accordingly. What that will do is it will make it so that you and or people in your, in your sales organization will now be evaluating and listening actively to the, to the answers that they're getting to determine whether or not there's a good fit between you and that potential client. So instead of the notion of just going from question one to two to three to four, after each question, what we're doing is we're telling whoever is making the phone calls, look, before you move to the next question, you have to make a determination about which direction you're going with that client. Now, what I would argue is that you could almost make this like a little decision tree. So if the people said, well, this isn't that big of a deal, then my next question should be dramatically different than if they said it is a big deal to solve. Let's face it. Let's say I was talking to somebody about their information technology systems, and they were contacting us about supporting their IT infrastructure. And I said, well, so what happens if you don't solve this problem that you just described to me? And they say, oh, it could be a really huge issue for us, and it could cost us tens of thousands of dollars a month, and I could lose my job. Well, at that point, my response, if it's, wow, this is a really big deal, my next question should be, really, so when's the latest you want this solved? Because now they've just convinced me this is a really big issue. But if they said, if they said to me, well, you know, it's kind of an issue right now, but it's not that big of a deal, then my next question might be, well, so it sounds like it's not that critical right now. What would have to happen in order for it to be a serious issue for you? So do you want to head this off at the pass, or do you want to wait to see if something bad happens? Now, that's, those are two very different questions, but the difference in my question is going to be based upon their response. And this is what I mean by active listening. Oftentimes, what happens is our customer responds, and we just see that as an interruption to our pattern of asking the next question. So it's brilliant. And it works extremely well to ask questions because you can learn the most about your client. However, if you ask questions but you don't listen for the answer, 
then you may as well just been making a statement. Now, questions are incredibly powerful because you can make all the statements you want, but it's when you ask questions that your client will convince you of their situation, and at the same time, they'll be convincing themselves, which is a very different dynamic than you just speaking or professing whatever it is that you want to be sharing with them in your sales role. So when it comes to scripts and active listening, we want to make sure that we follow that structure of first defining why it is that we're asking that question and then defining the potential outcomes. And even there, having a little tree that says, if they give answer A, then we ask this next question and B, this other question. That can be a good strategy for you. The other topic I want to talk about on this episode is social media. And following the U.S. presidential election between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, and yes, there were some other third-party candidates, but they didn't amass enough um, votes to really make a uh, an impact or to uh, to be serious contenders. Some could argue they made a dramatic impact. Um, I've noticed a lot of dialogue on social media and people on Facebook having strong opinions one way or the other. And there's there are two points that I really want to make here. The first is that where has civility gone? Because I see people responding and making comments to people who in social media are considered their friends in a very caustic and nasty tone. So they're not making comments for discussion. They're not having a lively civil debate. They really resort to name calling one another. And this is not, no one party owns this. So this isn't a partisan issue whatsoever, but what I notice is people saying, oh, anybody who supported candidate X was an idiot, is an idiot, whatever it happens to be. Well, you know what? That's just not true. However, there may be people that have very strong opinions opposite to yours, and respecting other people's opinions is something that is our duty, and in fact, if we want them to understand us, it's important that we take the time to understand them. The other thing that I want you to realize is that it's very easy for us to forget who we've invited as friends and whose invitations we've accepted as friends in Facebook, on Twitter, and for that matter, any other social media platform. Now, I know of many situations in the last couple of months where people have said to me, did you see so-and-so's rant on Facebook? And then there's a pause, and they say, that person is totally unstable. I would never do business with them. Now, keep in mind, the individual who's making these comments online is somebody who's making comments about his or her own personal beliefs. They are in no way targeting the other people. However, their emotional response is causing them to alienate other people. So what I would what I would suggest to people is very often when it comes to social media, people think they can just speak out and yell and scream. There's no there are no repercussions. And instead, what I want you to consider is how might you respond if you were at a cocktail party with a bunch of friends, and would you be as rude and offensive there as you are on social media? Would you want someone else sharing that information about you in the future? 
Now, in the past, I remember looking at a candidate for for a job, and we were evaluating this candidate, and we were down to two different candidates. And the one person, when I looked at her Facebook profile, every post was about how she couldn't wait to go out partying with her friends and get trashed. And I will tell you that it impacted our interest in hiring her. Because what it told me was this wasn't someone who was if, – if she, if she had, had passion in five other areas, including going out and partying with her friends, it probably wouldn't have affected me that much But because it's okay for people to have time with their friends to you know have a little bit of a release and some balance. However, the only thing she seemed to be passionate about was partying getting trashed. And I thought to myself, this is somebody who I believe could be an issue – and might not be a very reliable employee. Now, the place where she actually ended up did getting a job, I knew the people there. And what happened was she worked there for about six months. They let her go. And I said, what happened? And they said, you know, we don't know what it was, but she kept calling in sick on Monday. Or she'd come in late on Monday and get in around noon. And by mid-afternoon on Friday, she was gone. So it was almost like she had a three-day weekend every weekend. So be very careful and aware of what you share on Facebook. Now, by the way, that also means that if you share balanced information, you might earn respect from people who say, well, you know what? They're respectful of other people's thoughts. But if all you're doing is ranting and thinking, ha, I'm just yelling at this other candidate, I'm yelling at this politician, and I'm venting my own frustrations, you're perfectly entitled to do that. But rest assured that it may have longer lasting ramifications. And by the way, I'm totally okay with anybody saying, I disagree with these political views. And here are the civil ways that I'm going to express that and hopefully get other people to believe as I do, that's fine. But if you're just resorting to name-calling, you might alienate the clients you'd like to have in business. So just let me give you a quick 30-second recap of the key things that I'd like to see you apply in your business. First, if you're using scripts, make sure that you first identify what you're hoping to accomplish with a given question and then what the potential outcomes are or what you what you expect you'll learn from each of those questions. Then you can branch your script based on what the results are. This will attune whoever's asking the questions to understanding what your objective is going forward. So remember, we want to make sure that we're asking questions more than making statements, but that we're actively listening to make sure that you are focused on helping them, not just advancing whatever it is you want to talk about. And the second is this notion of social media and making sure that you're hypersensitive and aware of what you're saying online and how that might impact other people. Remember, this show gets its direction from you, the listener. If there's a topic you'd like me to cover, if there's a guest you think I should have on the program, just drop me a note at ian at ianaltman.com. Have an amazing week, add value, and grow revenue in a way everybody can embrace, even your customer.